Welcome to the Heal Podcast for all things related to Lyme disease and other chronic illnesses. I'm Mimi McLean, Mama Five, founder of Lyme 360 and a Lyme Warrior. Tune in each week to hear from doctors, health practitioners, and experts to hear about their treatments, struggles, and triumphs to help you on your healing journey. I'm here to heal with you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Heal Podcast. This is Mimi from Lyme 360, and today we have a special guest, Aida Garcia Toledo was a friend of mine and a non-toxic living expert. She's a website and Instagram called Non-Toxic Munchkin. Aida, thank you so much for coming today. We are so excited to have you. Okay, so I wanted to bring you here today because I find for Lyme patients, it's really important to detox your body and your home. And that's important, like, at least for me, I found that um, I have the MTHFR mutation gene, which means I can't detox really easily. So I think there are a lot of people I have found that have that problem as well. So what are the reasons um, I would love for you to talk to us today about is how to, what's the easiest way to get right in there okay. and detox? Because it's really overwhelming, right? I mean, it can be. And um, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, and yeah, so non-toxic living, as I say, it, it can be super overwhelming because you'll find that the more you read about toxins and everyday products, the more you realize that it, they're everywhere and they can really be harmful. And um, cumulatively, you know, when we're talking about all the little kind of ingredients and chemicals that are in all the different products we're using every day, they really add up mm-hmm. in our bodies, in anyone's body. But when someone has something like Lyme, you are extra vulnerable. You know, so, um, so I think it's really important, but the good news is that there's concrete things and steps that you can take, um, that can make a big impact. Um, so if we're just talking about like our home, um, you know, let's start with the easiest, you know, free things that you can do is taking your shoes off when you walk into your house. Now, why is that? Is that really? So it really is, it really is an impact and I know it's kind of a pain to start doing and, um, But the reason for this is actually when you're walking around with your shoes all day, you know, think about where you're going. You're walking in um, parking lots. You're going to the gas station. You're maybe walking over a lawn in a park or in a school. Bathrooms. Bathrooms. (laughs) Public bathrooms. I mean, everything. And what your, your shoe is trailing into your house, we're talking about neurotoxins like lead and heavy metals, um, petrochemicals, um, pesticides, in addition to you know, bacteria and all kinds of germs. So just by taking your shoes off when you walk into your house, you are making sure that all those toxins don't make it inside to you, inside the rest of your Even house. Even when you don't have a baby, who's like on the floor. Even when you don't. If you have a baby or any child really, because children, you know, young children tend to love to play on the floor. But the problem is that even if you don't have any kids at home, you know, those chemicals will migrate to the dust. And then even if you don't have kids or even if you're not sitting on the floor and touching the dust, you're breathing that dust in. So that's the route of exposure to those chemicals. It's small amounts, but it can add up, Um, which actually kind of brings me to the fact that, and I think people are kind of blown away by this, is that the air inside homes in general, they're more polluted. It's more polluted than the air outside. And the reason for this, there's many things, but the main culprits are A, your cleaning products, and B, um, your furniture. It's also construction material, and that may be harder to deal with. Um, right. Although, if you do have Lyme and you're moving into a new house, um, you know, that, that could maybe be another podcast in itself because right. there's a whole other That's protocol. Yeah. Right. But um, 
in general, you know, if we start, we can start talking about cleaning products if you yeah. want. Um, like where would you find like really good cleaning? That's products? super overwhelming because you go to the store and you see all these products, cleaning products. They all smell really strong. Some of them claim to be green or eco or is that what they call greenwashing? So that's greenwashing. Okay. Not all brands or companies or cleaning products or beauty products that say they're green or non-toxic will be non-toxic because mm-hmm. legally you don't that means nothing mm-hmm. right yeah. so um you really have to understand where to source the good products there's a couple of places you can turn to um you know for starting i like ewg the environmental working group that we were talking about earlier um they have a cleaners database um, which is specifically, you can just Google cleaners database EWG, and basically you can plug in any, um, the name of any cleaning product that you're curious about, right. or, and then it'll tell you, it'll give it like a grade, um, a number grade, and the ones that are like one or two are safer to use, they have better ingredients, right. and then the ones... Um, is that different than Skin Deep, or is that just for cleaning? So products? that's just for cleaning. Um, okay. EWG also has Skin Deep, it's the same idea, but it's specifically for cosmetic pro- uh, oh, program okay. uh, products, and um, And does yours care. come with an app too, or is it just online? No, mine is... So I, what I try to do is basically, like, I have my own, I have my blog and my... Oh yeah, on your... Uh, yeah, your and through my blog, you can shop my Amazon, which the products that I have there under cleaning or personal care, they've been, you know, I've looked into them. I've made sure they meet my requirements, which are sometimes a little bit stricter than EWG. And those are the ones that I include. Um, so, and also another great, um, certification program, which I really, really like, I would say they're a little bit stricter than EWG. Um, it's called made safe certified. What I love about made safe certified, and you can actually go to their website and see what brands. It's not only beauty products. It's not only cleaning. They have a long list of, um, I guess, categories that they okay. include, and they certify, and they're pretty strict. I mean, they're really strict. And um, a lot of the products that I use are also Made Safe certified. And you can actually, if you're in Amazon, for example, and the product is Made Safe certified, it'll pop up. It'll say oh, Made it Safe does. certified. That's great. And does it have an app, or is it just a website? They don't have an app yet. Yet, yeah, they have a website and they have social media presence also. Okay. Um, but that's a really good strict one. So talk to me about um, air, because you mentioned air quality. Before. Yeah. So what what can you do besides opening your windows? Is there other things? So you should be opening your windows. You know, unless you're living right next to a very busy highway, you know, then don't open it during um, high traffic periods, you know, of the day. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you should be opening your windows every day if you can. Um, additionally, I would say, um, invest in a good air purifier filter and they're not all equal. Um, you know, they are expensive, but I can say that I've had, I've had one of mine for 10 years and still going strong. So that one's a blue air filter. And then, um, a couple years ago, ago, I bought an Austin air. I would recommend the Austin air or the IQ air. Um, the IQ air is physically huge. So if you have the space, um, but it's amazing and it's, it really takes out all kinds of like really small particles, takes out formaldehyde, you know, VOCs that are coming. These are all chemicals that come out of, um, everything like cleaning products and your home, your furniture. Um, the Austin air is really good. It's smaller in size, but it's, probably the best one rated for VOCs um, Mm -hmm. and formaldehyde and 
And we don't realize it, but formaldehyde is really common in starred iron homes. And formaldehyde is a known carcinogen. Um, it comes from if you have composite wood, which is like MDF or plywood. Mm-hmm. And almost everyone has that at home. You can't home. really do anything about it, though. And I mean, once you... Yeah, I mean, there's also... There's actually um, a brand of paint which is kind of like a sealer that oh. if you ha- that you could try it's just it's it's not easy it's kind of clumpy um it's called a af safe coat okay afm safe coat i'll have to confirm that with you okay yeah. <laughs> but um do you have that on your website i do okay, i have so it on my website yeah so you can find out there um which if you were to buy a new piece of furniture or something that you knew was made out of plywood and you could smell and it was, you know, bothering you, the smell of the formaldehyde, because that's what you're smelling basically, you could also put, you could put like a layer and that would seal it in, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, if, I mean, if you're really, you know, if you were chemically sensitive, which, you get know, filters. You, I would definitely get the filter, definitely have one in your bedroom where you're sleeping, where you're spending right. that time yes. where your body needs to detox itself overnight. Right. Um, Speaking about painting though, I, I have been using the low VOC paint. Now right. it's so much more readily available, right? It wasn't it is. 20 years ago, but, but is it worth doing that? Well, here's Being the thing. Extra? It's not just, it's definitely worth it, but it's not just VOCs that you need to be looking at. And I actually recently wrote a post on this because I had always looked for the zero VOC. Yeah. Um, and first of all, I found out that many of the companies that used to like say, oh, our paint is zero VOC, turns out they actually got sued. Um, it wasn't zero VOC because when they added the pigments, the pigments had a little bit of VOC. Oh. So it was still considered low VOC. But in addition to that, um, paint can have biocides. It could have um, like antibacterial chemicals. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at that too. So what are we looking for? Which- um, <laughs> so I also have that on my website because you really, right. it's it's not an easy, it's not something that you could just look at and go so to the store. And, and you need to research it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, how about also water? I find that really hard because yes. like even now in my house that we moved into two years ago, I don't have, in my old house, I had an actual system. I haven't put one in. So right now I'm using what the zero pitcher, who knows if that does anything. Right. Or I'm using, um, this other, I can't even think of it. This other, the water comes out so great, but is, I mean, is that worth yeah. spending the I think, the you time? know, considering, okay. So I think that when you invest in something that you're using every single day, it's it's definitely worth it. And we're all drinking be, water. You know, water, water needs to be filtered. Yes. So let's start. All municipal tap waters have chemicals. You know, you can find out which ones you have. You can go online into your water utility website and they should be testing it every year and that should be public knowledge. In addition, and we we're talking about chemicals, you know, there's antibiotics in the water, mm-hmm. there's pesticides, there's heavy metals, there's um, PFAS, there's fluoride, PFAS is like chemicals like from Teflon, you know, that, that type, that family mm-hmm. of chemicals. There's a huge list of chemicals that we're all drinking. So yes, you definitely want to get a water filter. Um depending on your situation, if you're renting, if you're, you know, if it's your own home, if depending on your budget, there's a range of, mm-hmm. um, of different styles of water filters. Um, so you can go from, I'd say 
none of them are cheap, but for example, the Berkey, I don't know if you know that brand. Um, they're great. They're portable. It's actually um, something you would have on your kitchen countertop. And it's they're really good at eliminating pretty much all the toxins. Um, and that would be, I think, the starter one. The starter size might be in the 200s. Um, then you can go to something called the Pure Effects, which I personally have. And it's they really, you know, they, they filter out a huge list to, you know, of chemicals that one goes in, um, under the sink. You can also get a whole water filter, you know, like a reverse, reverse osmosis system or something like that. And those are in the thousands usually. Um, but I would at a minimum go with like something like a Berkey. You you definitely want to be, um, um, filtering your water. And I, I know a lot of, a lot of people ask me, you know, constantly that where they're like, well, no, I drink bottled water. So I think it's safe. But then the bottled water has, there's microplastics in bottled water. Bottled water isn't always, um, like legally, um, they don't have to show, they don't have to be Sourcing, tested, you yeah. know? So, um, it, bottled like, water is isn't water, necessarily Is that better. water safer? No, not necessarily. I mean, could be, couldn't be, you don't know. They could be getting water from they could and some do you know there's some brands i think it really the for it depends from brand to brand but there have been brands um i'm not gonna say the the brand name but yeah there that's that was a problem that they had a couple years ago okay and then microplastics which you don't want to be ingesting right so so speaking about plastics can you talk about what else you should be doing in the okay so plastics um if you basically if you can wean yourself from as much exposure to plastics in any, you know, any part of your life, you're going to be better off. Um, and I always say, start with the kitchen, right? You know, the kitchen, I think a lot of us use plastics to store food, to reheat food. Um, and the problem is that plastics, although there's different types of plastics and some plastics are a little bit more stable and less likely to, um, give off chemicals into your food, almost all plastics, almost when exposed to heat, can leach so that they they can give out chemicals into the food that we're eating and what happens and we eat these plastic chemicals and we're talking about chemicals the majority of them are um endocrine disrupting chemicals which means they mimic hormones in our body and um and they're bad (laughs) let's just say that they're bad you don't want them in your system so when you can you know switch over to glass switch over to stainless steel um, if you happen to have something that's a plastic, don't microwave it. Yeah. Don't put it in the dishwasher because the dishwasher also exposes it to heat, um, hand wash, but, um, you know, slowly start, um, switching the plastic yeah. in your kitchen to, um, so store them in like to glass, glass containers, right? glass containers. Um, and another thing actually just really quickly that I think is really important in the kitchen is your pants, your cook, you know, the Teflon, the the nonstick, even if it says it's Teflon free, you know, if it's nonstick, um, chances are it has some sort of coating in the PFAS family. Um, there's newer technologies, but the problem with these new technologies is that they haven't been tested. So maybe they're safe, but maybe they're not safe, you know, and I don't want to be like a test subject. So, So what kind of pans would you recommend? So I would recommend, um, you know, a, a good cast iron pan will last you generations or right. could last you, and that's safe. Um, I actually, I recommend a balance. You know, I think everything in excess is bad. So I recommend balancing between a cast iron, you can get um, stainless steel, a high quality stainless steel, 
And um, there's some ceramic pans that are good. There's a brand called Extrema um, that's, you know, like it's been tested for heavy metals and many, many other things. So with ceramic brands, you just want to make sure that the coating is lead free. Um, so you sometimes have to do your homework, but, uh, and then glass for like baking and stuff like that. Um, I think that's your, those are your, you know, just mixing all that up. Right, right. Gosh, it's a lot. But that's a, it's a huge source of, yeah, but it's also a huge source of really bad chemicals. Like these are cancer causing chemicals um, that you just, you can avoid just by switching that over. Right. So what other areas have we not covered that you would say are just easy, like low hanging fruit to kind of quickly? Yeah, to just like switch out. Yeah. Um, well, we had spoken about um, like our laundry. Yes, right. Because that comes into contact with us, with our skin, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I'd start with, if you happen to really like using... Um, like fabric softener and um, yeah, I gave that those up, like but... what are those wipes called the yeah. like the softening wipes wipes yeah um, anyways stop using those like yeah, immediately that's good. probably the most toxic thing in your house almost you know they're that bad okay. um, if you want alternatives you can buy like these wool balls that are great you can add a little bit of vinegar into your rinse cycle that helps too and it won't your mm -hmm. your your clothing will not smell um, and then. So detergents are interesting um, because I feel like there's some really well-known brands that then their laundry detergent isn't that great. Um, so I've recently come across a small, there's two companies I would recommend that are, um, they're actually both made safe certified also. Um, one is called Meliora and um, they are great and very non-toxic and I would recommend them. You can buy those on Amazon. Those are harder to source. Okay. And then the other one's called Branch Basics. It's kind of like a system um, and it use a con uses a concentrate which is very, very, very natural, very like, a, it's almost like a Castile soap type thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd say right now in the market, those are probably the two purest options available. Um, and, and yeah, um, I'd switch those out if you can. That's like an what easy switch. Your, what was your favorite brand for cleaning supplies in general? So I, I'm kind of old school. Yeah. I clean a lot with vinegar and water. You do. Um, I feel like it, it really does a good job and mm -hmm. it can clean almost any surface. Um, so I do use that for, for example, toilets. I use Bon Ami, which is a powder. Um, which is great. And that one's actually amazing because you can find it in Target. You can find it in Walmart. You can find it on Amazon. So it's readily mm -hmm. available. It's usually, you know, all the way in the bottom in the corner, but it's there. Right, right. Um, and that one you can use on, on bathtubs and toilets and sinks. Um, and what else? Those are my main go-tos. I'm trying to think what else. The Branch Basic system is great. They, they do. I don't know that, so. um, you should look into it. It's interesting. It's kind of like I wish so the other thing this is like the next level I feel like when uh -huh. someone's already kind of done the easy stuff when you're really trying to get to the next level next is level. Um, mattresses and yes. pillows yes is it really worth spending that extra money to get the organic mattresses and the organic pillows I mean it's a good question because it's so much more money yeah you know like really uh, especially you know a king-size mattress the difference is huge um I think that if you can buy it, yes, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. If not, I would just make sure that your, you know, I'd start with a pillow. Because that's um, you're breathing. Like yes. I'd make yeah. sure that you're not on a, like a Tempur-Pedic style, 
you know, like um, memory foam. Right. Those are the worst culprits in terms they of are. pillows. Um, so you kind of want to avoid that. Better options would be like um, natural wool, um, kapuk or kapok. I don't know how to mm-hmm. pronounce it, but it's kind of, um, there's many, many options for natural non- and organic pillows. Try to find something that's GOTS certified organic cotton if it's going to have cotton. Um, so I'd start there. Yeah. Um, if you can transition to a uh, mattress, yeah, I would do it. So I just bought one for Lily, and it was Nest. Do you know the Nest? Yes. Are they are those good? They're good. Not? They yeah. are okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just taken back because I didn't. I I like the product, and I, it was not as expensive. I mean, it was expensive, as, but uh, it was as more more other yeah organic. But it comes in the mail. I didn't realize that. Like, there no oh, one delivered right. it. They literally came wrapped up. Oh, a I didn't huge realize that. box. Oh, is it? Wait, you're talking about the mattress? Yeah, the mattress. Oh. It was like rolled up, which is, yeah. you know, it's fine. I finally got it up, but I wasn't expe- I was expecting like two um, guys to come and deliver it. I think it. avocado <laughs> mattress is like that too. Yeah, so I, I think believe. that's why they're able to keep the cost down. So yeah. if you're okay with the mattress being delivered yeah. mail, you're Yeah, and maybe not being able to try it maybe if you're like, yeah. So... That's yeah, there's but other companies are so there's Nest, there's Avocado Mattress, there's Naturepedic, there's Hapsi. Um, these are all for mattresses, and yep. most of them have pillows too. Um, <clears throat> and then there's a lot of for pillows, I find there's a lot of smaller local brands which are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, do a search and um, you know, yeah. look for GOTS certified uh, pillows, that's what you want to search, or GOLS certified latex if you want right. something which is mimicking more of a memory foam type experience and then um one other thing we can end on i just now that you did your home can you just talk about how important it is about what you're putting on On your your body body. because i think a lot of people like they get their food under control maybe now they've got their cleaning supplies changed out and they never think wait my skin is my My biggest organ organ. right and it's absorbing everything yeah yeah um actually yes so I want to just preface that with saying that, you know, I was just, again, being reminded yesterday, I was listening to something that in Europe, there's over 1,300 chemicals that have been banned mm-hmm. from personal care products. And in the U.S., it's only 11. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of wrap your head around that concept that, you know, there's yeah, 1,289 chemicals yeah. that are not okay for Europeans, not safe for Europeans, but we can be exposed to them. Right. You know, so, um, so Yeah. There is the database, once again, the the two databases that we spoke about earlier also are great for cosmetics and personal care products. So that was EWG Skin Deep um, that you can search online and you can input any, most brands are there. And um, the Made Safe also has a a whole list of um, personal care products that they've um, certified. there's a lot of greenwashing also in the cosmetic mm-hmm. industry and in the personal care industry. So, um, you know, just remember that when you're in a store and you're looking yeah. to buy something. It's because there's no laws, right? There really there's no laws. There's no laws around fragrance. There's no laws about chemical disclosure. Um, so so you have to be careful. You, you have to really spend a little bit of time researching it. Um, and you know, the the thing is that if they do list ingredients, it's these ingredients that you can't pronounce and, you know, it takes like a scientist to understand what they are. So that can be really overwhelming. Um, I recommend just, you know, having sources, you can come to non-toxic munchkin, um, EWG made safe and just continually seeing what people are recommending, what they trust, because it's really, there's, I mean, 
the good news about it is that there's a lot of new brands and that's exciting. And nowadays you really have options. Right. So that's exciting and that's good. But that doesn't mean that everything out there is, is non-toxic, non you know. Right. So, um, yeah, you, that takes a little while. A little while. Well, the other thing I thought of, too, is with Lyme, for some reason, your my sensitivity has, like, smelling-wise, I get affected by anything like I can walk into a room now and immediately smell when someone's Easy. using a cleaning supply they're not supposed to yeah or... that can be a good thing though because if <clears> you're if you're smelling it chances are that's nasty chemicals right. that you don't so want. I'm super sensitive now so with that um I'm, I'm much more aware but like fragrances like air fresheners maybe oh. you can touch on that yes let's I talk about that because a lot of people use, use them, them and I'm yes like, I immediately walk into a room and I start getting high. It's just yeah. that smell. I get headaches. Yeah. <clears throat> or a new car smell. You know, oh, I know a new yeah. car. So is yeah. Or you get in an Uber or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always no, telling oh these Uber gosh. drivers, I'm like, do you know what's in there? So air fresheners, I mean, fragrance in general, there's a law. I mean, there's no laws. It's lawless. It's like the Wild West for fragrances. You do right. not have to disclose chemicals and fragrance. So you, and you are allowed basically legally to use chemicals that are carcinogenic, that are aller, you know, allergens, that cause asthma. So ideally, unfortunately, for um, home fragrances like plug-ins and sprays, you kind of just want to stop that. You know, essential you want to avoid it. Well, okay? essential, you could use an essential oil in a diffuser, but some essential oils have been shown potentially to be endocrine disrupting chemicals. Right. Um, there's lavender and tea tree oil. And um, a little bit is okay, but the thing is, a diffuser, diffuser is, it's pure. Mm -hmm. So you just have to be careful. The science isn't strong on that yet. It's still really being looked into. So, how about candles? So candles, it's the same thing. I mean, you, you can go with like a natural beeswax candle. Um, you know, you can get soy, but you want to look for GMO free or non-GMO soy. Um, and I would avoid fragrances also in candle. And I know that's really hard for some people because I know that there's, I've had clients who have, a, that's really the hardest thing for them to switch out yeah. because they're that attached to candles. Um, there's some good brands out there. You can, you know, research it. But the purer, the better, and those are going to be like your 100 beeswax, 100% beeswax or something like but that. But I feel like now, this day and age, it's so much easier to find green stuff than it was 10 there or 20 is. years there ago is. when I started on this journey. Yes. Um, even when it comes to now like cleaning up pesticides around your house, you know, if you have ants or, right. you know, before it's like you had no other option. But now it's, I can call and there is a green, I mean, who knows if they're really green, but at least it makes me feel But they're better. greener. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely. And there's, you know, like nail salons. There's yeah. like more eco-centric nail salons. And um, there's so much more. I remember also like 10 years ago I started and and it was, especially makeup also. I feel like yeah. that's the makeup that existed back then that was green was horrible. It like work. it just wasn't good. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we've come a long way and I think the market's going that way. So I think right. every day it'll be easier for, right. as, for us as consumers. You just have to be an educated consumer. Right. You know, you, you have start, to realize not everything is... Yeah, and so start just, chipping away. Like when you mentioned the beginning of the podcast about how, you know, build up. I always kind of think of it as like a boiling pot, right. you know, and it's like every all this toxic stuff you keep throwing. If it's what you're eating, if it's your illness, mm -hmm. if it's the toxic chemicals around your house, at some point it boils over. It so does. the goal is, like with the tips that you gave us today, is like slowly start to remove... Slowly. And bring down that, yeah. you know, boiling pot to simmer it so yeah. that you're not in a state of 
unhealthy uh, overexposure or yeah yeah, yeah of stress it's going to cause stress yeah. on your body yeah, yeah definitely and we didn't talk about food but you know needless to say that's a huge part of your um exposure to toxins mm-hmm. um so yeah so you know when you can buy organic <clears throat> when you can avoid also i think the main source of um phthalate exposure which are endocrine disrupting chemicals it's in um eating out you know, is or it really? It is. It is. Why? Eating Why is out it? and taking and ordering in yeah. type thing. Um, because it, it's mostly because of the packaging and um, a lot of um, food workers wear gloves and the food is processed and it's just, it's it's gnarly. That, that That's the, one of the main that. sources that came out like a couple months ago and I was kind of blown away for the general population. The other one, just to end on this, uh-huh. yeah, is, yeah. Is, is the receipts. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes, that's, like an that's another thing. BPA. Just stop taking receipts. Yeah, ask them it, to send them to email them to you, or just don't take them. Don't home. take them. That's a really easy switch you can do. What's on there again? I know. Um, bisphenols, BPA, which is also mm-hmm. endocrine disrupting, um, and well known, well studied. It's actually illegal in to put BPA in um, kids' bottles. The problem is that it's it is legal in adult items. So mm-hmm. yeah, we know it's bad. It's everyone knows it's bad. Yeah. And it's in the receipts, and it's in the canned food, and it's in hard, some hard plastic. Now, I see you have a water bottle there. Which, which do you like the best? Um, so I really like this Inspura. Um, I love it because it has absolutely no plastic. It has, um, it's all stainless steel because you can't see it at home, <laughs> and silicone. Um, they, my kids use it too. Um, we have a couple of brands we use. Um, Life Cycle, which is glass, I really like too. Yeah. And it's covered in a silicone to, yeah. to protect it. Um, yeah, and I've, you know, I'm, I've made it a habit and I never leave home without it. That's great. Is yeah. Hydroflask a good one too? Hydroflask, is, is that like this? Or yes. yes, yes, yes it is. Yeah, that's, what, that's, that's a good one too. Okay, good. Thank you so much for coming. This has been so Thank helpful. You. Thank you for having me. And I ask everyone to go check out her Instagram page, Non-Toxic Munchkin. She also has an amazing website for resources and she does one-on-one either in home or on the phone for anybody who's not in Los Angeles and she can help you simplify going through the process of greening your house and getting yes. out the toxins like one by one. It's easy yeah. to do once you put it, put your mind to it. It's right? easy to do. I mean, once you Costco know what you're looking even for. now has, you go through and there's Costco everything's like organic now. Organic. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not it's the available. cleaning surprise yet. Like I was looking no. for greener clean spots. No, they don't have that have yet. Organic but, food. But the food is Which great. they did in a couple of years ago. Right, right. Well, thank so. you so much. I well, really thank you for having me. Coming. I hope this has been helpful for someone. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for joining us this week on The Heal Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give us a review so others can find us. Each week, I will bring you different voices from the wellness community so that they can share how they help their clients heal. You will come away with tips and strategies to help you get your life back. I'm so happy you're here and I thank you so much for joining. Subscribe now and tune in next week for an episode of The Heal Podcast. You can also join our community, Lime360 Warriors, on Facebook and let's heal together.